Hello, and welcome to Wicked Wednesdays, your weekly podcast on sex and sexuality with an emphasis on BDSM kink and poly relationships. I'm your host, Wicked Fellow, and this week's episode is entitled Mind the Gap. That is the age gap in kink relationships and also relationships in general. Before we get started this week, I'd like to send a shout out to our newest Patreon, Nicole. Welcome to our little family. For Patreon in general, I have got some new content coming out soon. I know, finally. I have been so bad about posting stuff there. It's been a lower priority because of the move and getting settled. But I am going to do my job and I'm going to get up there. I have new vlog posts coming and also a new series that I think you guys will be excited about. I've also really enjoyed the Patreon calls that are a perk of one of the higher benefit levels. And that's where if you give it a certain amount, you can give me a call once a month and we talk for about an hour. I have enjoyed those more than I really should, considering that it's really for the fans, but I'm enjoying it, I think, as much as they are. It's a lot of fun. I can't do that many of them, so it is a limited benefit. But every call that I've had has been a really good hour. I've really enjoyed that. If you would like to be a Patreon, head over to our website, wickedfellow.com. You can find our Patreon site there, our YouTube channel, all of our social media links and contact information, as well as all of our adult content. I'd also like to thank you for all the feedback we've gotten on the last couple episodes. The episode with Katja on kink and family and how that works together probably brought in as much fan mail as any of our other episodes have, and I can never stress enough how important that interaction is. It lets us know if we're on the right track, if we're really reaching out to you and speaking to you. And your follow-on questions really help keep things going. It gives me great ideas. Sometimes when I sit down in front of the camera, it's kind of a blank slate and I don't have any idea what I'm going to talk about. Even though I have a list of subjects a mile long, when the rubber hits the road, I still have to create content on the fly. I record these without a script. I sit down and I press record and you get to know what's on my mind. I generally have an idea of what I'm going to talk about. Like this week, I had a really good question from a listener who wanted to know what my opinion on age differences in kink and BDSM relationships is. And it's a complex one because this is kind of a third rail topic. You know, angels fear to tread here because... A lot of people have very strong opinions on any sort of age difference relationship. Anytime there's a large age gap in a relationship, people feel it's their right and duty to critique that and decide that they know best. And I'm not going to say by any means that there can never be problems in a relationship that has a significant age gap or any age gap. There's always the potential for abuse. There's always the potential for a mismatch of social standing and power structure, etc. However, no relationship is free from the potential of abuse, right? I don't feel like an age difference in a relationship is indicative of there going to be abuse or there going to be problems or there's going to be unhappiness. It certainly can lead to that. But any relationship can have abuse. Any relationship can have a power differential. Any relationship can be problematic. So just having an age gap doesn't necessarily mean there's going to be problems in a relationship or that one person is going to be taken advantage of. So 
more importantly is, are the people in the relationship comfortable? Are they happy with the relationship? Do they feel like it's appropriate for them? Like a lot of the things that I talk about, people spend so much time worrying about other people's issues and other people's problems. And that's a real pet peeve of mine. I'm very much a, you live your life, I'll live my life. It's not my place to judge you or decide what's best for you. I have my own things to deal with. I wish that my life was so put together and so perfect that I had so much time on my hands that I could worry about other people's relationships. But I can't. I have my own stuff to deal with. So I don't spend any time critiquing or worrying about this couple over here and should they be together. And I wish people would have a more hands-off mindset in that. And we're going to go into some of the possible problems. We're going to go into some of the possible benefits as well. But just from the outset, you know, step back. If this is one of your things that you get really excited about or you get really angry about when you see a couple with a 20-year age gap, ask yourself why. Ask yourself why that's important to you. Ask yourself why it matters to you that somebody else has that relationship. For my fans out there that are in significant age difference relationships, I hear you. Putting it out there as full disclosure, one of my relationships has a significant age gap, and it's very happy and it's very successful. I've been in relationships where I was the much younger party by a significant degree. So I've been on both sides of this power exchange. Now I'm a guy, so things are different. But I know a lot of women who are in happy relationships where there is a significant age gap. And I'm saying significant because I think we can agree that three to four years on either side is not that big of a deal. It's true that the older you are, the less that age gap matters. In fact, some people have gone so far as to create a spreadsheet of how much younger you can date depending on how old you are. And sure, maybe that's a good guideline, but that's not how life works, and that's not how relationships work, and that's not how love works. So yes, if a 60-year-old is dating a 40-year-old, most people won't be too up in arms about that. If a 40-year-old is dating a 20-year-old, a lot of people have problems with that, and I get it, I understand. But stick around, and maybe you might have a bit more insight on the subject by the end of this talk. So let's address the why. Why would somebody be in a relationship with someone significantly older or significantly younger than themselves? On the base level, because they want to, because it makes them happy. A lot of people are very quick to tell young women, especially, that you have no business dating an older man, he's just going to take advantage of you, etc. Sure, that can happen. Of course it can happen. And it can also happen in a 20-year-old to a 20-year-old relationship. Being the same age as your partner does not make you free from abuse or from a bad situation or being taken advantage of. That argument holds very little water with me because I've seen so many disastrous relationships where the people were the same age. So it's not like only dating within five years of your age will prevent any bad outcomes. That's just silly. And I don't necessarily think that having an age gap increases the chance of those bad outcomes. I just don't. Not in my experience. Have I seen bad relationships with an age gap? Of course. And I've seen a lot more bad relationships where the people were the exact same age. So the age isn't the deciding factor. So again, I really don't see 
the age difference being the primary motivator of bad outcomes. There's also this kind of built-in misogyny, and it's, we're very quick to tell young women what they should do, how they should act, how they should live, who they should date, etc. And that's fundamentally flawed. You know, there's a lot of, well, little girl, you don't know what you're doing. You shouldn't be doing this. You should date somebody that I feel is appropriate. And I can't tell you how wrongheaded that is. That's the same thinking that conservative lawmakers are using to try to restrict reproductive rights for young women and women in general. There's this notion that women can't make decisions for themselves, that they can't decide for themselves, especially young women. They don't know what they're doing. They're too young. They can't make good decisions when in fact they can. They can make good decisions and they can make bad decisions, but they need to be free to make their own decisions. And it's not for anybody else to tell a young woman who she should be attracted to, who she should date. If she's attracted to someone significantly older than her, so be it. Don't worry about it. There's no more danger in my mind in that kind of relationship than in a peer-to-peer same-age relationship. If you put your mind to it, I'm pretty sure you can imagine a lot of bad scenarios that young women get into with men of the same age or women of the same age. The gender in here is partially important because I see a lot more of this when older guys date younger women than when older women date younger guys. People seem to be perfectly okay with that and kind of encourage the go get them girl, date that younger guy, and that seems to be fine. But when an older guy dates a younger woman, all of a sudden he's seen as predatory and a bad person. And she's seen as some naive little thing that can't make up her own mind. And again, either level the playing field or realize that actually, no, most of the time it's probably fine. Relationships come and go. Relationships don't last forever. So if two people are happy together, if two people are taking good care of each other and both people want to be in the relationship, it's really none of your business. Don't worry about it. To me, this falls under the same umbrella as kink in general. A lot of people look at kink as being inherently bad and inherently abusive, and they can't imagine that it can be a healthy, fulfilling, and rewarding relationship when one person has a huge amount of power and another person has no power. But they don't realize that the person that has no power has willfully, with consent, given that power to the other person. That's the consent-based BDSM, consent-based kink, enthusiastic consent. And when a person gives consent, that's what it is. They don't have to adhere to the judgment of someone outside of that relationship. And so for me, there's a lot of strong parallels between your basic kink relationship and a relationship that has an age gap. In a relationship that has an age gap, the older person usually takes on a position of power and authority a lot like a BDSM relationship. When it's a kink-specific age gap relationship difference, again, it's kind of natural. You know, Katja will hopefully speak to this next week, but one of her earliest relationships involved a significant age gap. I think it was about 20 years. Her dom was much older than her, and that is who she was attracted to. Katja sought out this person because that's the relationship she wanted. Should someone have pulled her aside and said, no, no, young lady, you don't know what you're doing. You're not old enough to make these decisions. You let me decide for you who you should date. You should date a nice young man your own age. 
But she wasn't attracted to men her age. She's never been attracted to men of that age group. I'm fortunate that she's attracted to men of my age group. And now that we're roughly the same age, she's dating someone appropriate with quotation marks. But if she had been 10 years younger, she still would have been attracted to me. And if she had been 20 years younger, she still would have been attracted to me because I'm what she finds attractive. I know. I don't get it either. But that's the way it is. And I'm not going to tell her who she should be attracted to or who she should date. She's a grown person. You know, at 20 years old, you're allowed to do just about everything but buy alcohol. Strange country, I know. You can join the military. You can vote can't buy alcohol, can't rent a car in a lot of places either, but we're kind of a strange society. People mature at different rates. They really do. And yes, I've seen the meme of younger girl. If that older guy tells you that you're different and that you're mature for your age, etc., he's just a predator. Come on, grow up a little bit guys, because sure. I know personally some 20 year olds that I wouldn't trust to run a lemonade stand because they're very immature. They don't have what it takes to be out in the world on their own without setting themselves on fire. I get that. I know 20-year-olds like that. I'm sure you do too. I also know 20-year-olds that own their own home, own their own business, have started a family, and are every bit as mature as I am. So you can't lump all people together and say, because you're 20, you can't make good life decisions. That's just foolish. You have to go individually, case by case. It has to be a lot more fluid than simply looking at a date on a calendar and saying, on this day you are a man, or on this day you are a woman, because it doesn't work that way. Some people grow up very quickly. They have to. I did. By the time I was 16 years old, I was on my own. I had my own apartment. I was already enlisted in the military. And a year later, I was going to be in uniform, in charge of other people, some of them older than me. Age is just a number. I know that's a cliche, but it's really true. Think about the people you know. I know 35 years old that are deeply immature. And I know 20-year-olds that are very mature and very well put together. So let's judge people individually, if we're going to judge people. Let's look at the individual person and decide what they're capable of, but more importantly, let's let them decide for themselves. You don't get to be their nanny and hold their hand all through life. Now, all this is coming from someone who has an advice podcast. I know. But my advice to you is take it or leave it. If you find truth in what I'm saying, if you find good common sense in what I'm saying, if it applies to you and is useful to you, take it. If you think I'm full of nonsense and I don't know what I'm talking about, then ignore it. That's fine. I'm doing my best to give advice to the kink community from my experience. I've been around a while. I've done a lot of things. I haven't done everything. But this is one of the things that I've done. And I've had a number of successful age difference relationships. And as I said before, I'm currently in an age difference relationship where I'm the older party. A couple years ago, I was the younger party in an age difference relationship by a significant degree. And it worked out just fine. The relationship had problems. None of them were due to one person being older than the other person. So let's not make that the deciding factor on whether we decide this is a toxic relationship. Is there abuse? Is there coercion? 
Is there grooming going on? I'm not blind to these real-world problems. These things can happen, and they do happen, and one case is too many. But I think that we make a huge mistake when we just decide that any age difference in a relationship over 10 years is inherently flawed and going to lead to disaster. It's just not. So, cons. Are there older people of both sexes that seek out younger partners to potentially abuse them and control them? Yes. I have no problem saying yes on that. That absolutely happens. Does it happen any more in older to younger relationships than it does in peer-to-peer relationships? I don't think so. Just based on the relationships I've known in my life, all relationships are potential for abuse. Any abusive relationship is bad and is something that I don't want anybody to experience. But I don't feel that an age gap is going to make that happen or as an indicator that that is happening. Abusers are going to abuse. Abusive people are going to abuse younger people and people the same age. That is a individual actor problem because the person that would abuse someone younger than them is likely going to abuse someone the same age or someone older than them. They're just an abusive person. They're just a predatory person. So to me, that doesn't indicate necessarily that this is only a top-down problem. We've certainly seen relationships where a much younger person was taking advantage of a much older person. And that happens. Of course it does. People are people. And a lot of times they're going to act in a very selfish way. They're not going to take into account the needs and feelings of the person in the relationship with them. Again, this is not age-specific. This doesn't happen any more in an age difference relationship than in a peer-to-peer relationship. I think that's just the way it is. Speaking specifically to DS relationships, where I think you'll find it's fairly common, there's a lot of DS relationships of my own personal knowledge that have a pretty significant age gap. Why is that? I think that submissive people tend to find it easier to submit to somebody that's older than they are. There's kind of a built-in authority. There's a built-in power exchange, something that we're taught very young and that carries through for a lot of people. So I don't know enough about human psychology to really delve into the fundamental science of attraction, but I've seen enough of it in my own life to know that younger women are frequently attracted to older men. And I can't tell you why. I can't give you the scientific explanation. But I've seen it with my own eyes. So is that inherently a bad thing? I don't think so. If a young person wants to date an older person, that's not reason for concern. The relationship itself might be reason for concern. If it seems like there's actually abuse going on, if it seems like there's actually manipulation and unwelcome power exchange going on, then yeah, that can be a bad relationship. But simply the age gap should not be a red flag. If both people are happy, leave it be. Let it alone. It may not be for you, but it's working for them, so don't worry about it. This is my philosophy on all kink-related things. So obviously for me it extends out to the regular world as well. A lot of the subs that I know are attracted to older people of both sexes. 
So Katya can speak to this of herself, but she's attracted to older men. I think she's also attracted to older women, at least to an extent, as much as she's attracted to women at all, which is significant, but she's probably 80-20 if it was to be graphed out. But I know a lot of female subs that have an innate attraction to an older man. And again, I'm sure that there is some inherent power exchange, some inherent looking up to an authority figure part of that. But there's also has to be a physical attraction. And I don't think any of us can explain why we're attracted to certain people and why we're unattracted to other people. But if someone is attracted to an older person, let it be. You know, again, you don't have to understand it. You don't have to agree with it, but it's not up to you. So don't worry about it. If you're in a relationship with someone that's older than you and you're happy, that's all you need to worry about. I understand that it can be a tough road. It can be difficult having a relationship with someone and having the people around you constantly looking askew at that relationship and looking side eye at you and thinking, oh, this isn't good. This is a big age gap. I'm sure there's a big issue here. I'm sure there's a problem. It's not their business. Don't worry about it. I I definitely understand what that's like. I experience it quite frequently with one of my younger girlfriends. So you deal with it. You really do. You don't worry about what other people think. You're supportive of your partner. You try to take good care of your partner. You try to make sure that you're doing the best for your partner at all times. And if you're doing that, I'm not worried about abuse in a relationship of any kind. So are there any pros to having a relationship with someone older than you or younger than you? Sure. I feel like a lot of times being in a relationship is an art into and of itself. Learning how to communicate, learning how to problem solve, learning how to take care of each other. That's something that comes with experience. I know that from relationships I had when I was younger, they tended to be a lot more tumultuous because both parties in the relationship were kind of figuring it out at the same time. And arguments could lead into bigger arguments and heated exchanges could get out of control because neither side of the relationship had good conflict resolution skills, knew better how to manage their temper, etc. Those are things with that come with being young. I was young, I know. I had a much harder time controlling my temper when I was 20 than now when I'm in my mid-40s. Having that relationship gap where one person's significantly younger, there can be a mentoring aspect to a relationship, even a relationship that's intimate and that has very close and romantic overtones, etc. Because the older person can help guide the younger person along. They can help impart some of that wisdom. You know, they can help impart some of those life lessons that the younger person hasn't had a chance to experience yet. So things like conflict resolution, that's a big one. That's something that you learn as you get older, if you learn it at all. And I'm much better equipped now in my mid-40s to handle a problem without getting upset, without getting angry, without losing my temper than I was when I was 20. And those are lessons that I'm trying to impart to my much younger partner. And they are things that I think she really enjoys and benefits from. Having a steady hand, having someone that can guide, care about, mentor, teach, and help smooth over those rougher places 
has led to a very happy relationship. The number of problems that we've had in our huge age gap relationship has been incredibly small. We get along very well together. And a big part of that is my ability to head off problems as I see them, to see potential problems coming up and address them before they become real problems. I couldn't have done that 20 years ago. I was okay. I was okay at it 20 years ago, but I'm a lot better now and I've learned a lot more now. I understand how a lot of this can come off as very self-serving, you know, but wicked. You're in a big age gap relationship, so of course you are okay with it. Well, yes, I am. But even before I had relationships with a significant age gap, I felt the same way. One thing that I can explain is that when I was growing up, I did mature very early. I did start having intimate relationships very early. And everybody I dated up until the time that I got married was older than me or significantly older than me to the point of, I think when I was 16, I was dating someone in their mid twenties. You know, that's, that was very average for me. That was not uncommon for me. My spouse was older than I was. And so through my whole younger part of my life, I wasn't interested in people my age group. The people in my age group, the people in my class at high school, for example, seemed very immature to me. They seemed like people I didn't want to really hang out with. I hung out with upperclassmen and I dated upperclassmen and people in college. That was the group of people I felt comfortable with. If someone had told me, no, you should date someone that's 16 like you are, I would not have been interested. What I found is... As you get older, those age differences matter less. So the difference between 16 and 20 is pretty significant. The difference between 20 and 24 is less significant and 24 to 30, even less so. So what happened is, is I eventually reached an age when people that were younger than me were grown ass people. They were adults, they were mature, they were not little kids. And so there's kind of a teeter-totter. I went from dating exclusively people older than me to dating people that were younger than me and also my age. I've always been attracted to who I'm attracted to. And their age isn't necessarily the first thing that springs to mind. It's, do I like this person? When I first met Katja, I was not interested in how old she was. I was attracted to her individually. When I was dating a much older woman, I was attracted to her individually. The age part, it truly didn't matter to me. And if I meet a younger person and I get on well with them and we have things in common and we have mutual likes and dislikes and we can have good conversation and we can enjoy each other's company, then I really don't care. The age gap doesn't matter to me and I don't specifically seek out people who are younger than I am. In my particular case now, my younger girlfriend sought me out. I was what she was looking for. I was what she was attracted to. And as I said, I don't get it either. She's incredibly attractive and she could date whoever she wanted to. If she wanted to date someone her age, she could date them tomorrow. But she's chosen to date me. This was not a situation where I sought her out and Machiavelli puppeteered her into a relationship with me. She approached me and was very forthright about her desire to have a relationship with me. 
So yes, I believe there are benefits for a younger person in a relationship with an older person. I learned a lot about how to have good relationships from older partners when I was younger. I believe that individually, if a relationship is good, having an age gap doesn't make it a bad relationship. In fact, I believe that in many ways it can be beneficial for both people, especially the younger person in the relationship. That mentoring aspect, that having a relationship with someone that has the experience on how to have a good relationship, how to take care of your partner, etc. I don't think that's a bad thing, and I think that a lot of people, myself included, benefit greatly from having a relationship with an older partner. So, some caveats. Do I think it's incumbent upon the older person in the relationship to be very careful about not unduly influencing the younger person? Yes. I think that if you're the older person in a relationship, you do have a responsibility to make sure that the younger person in the relationship has free will, is not being coerced, is making decisions on their own, that you're not puppeteering them, that you're not unduly influencing them to do things that you want to do, and using your position of authority and power to make that happen. Obviously, you'll see a parallel between that and a DS relationship. To me, it's the same. A dominant person with a submissive partner has to have absolute care and trust and respect for their submissive. They should not take advantage of them. They should not coerce them to do things that they don't want to do. They should be very responsible with their authority and with their power. To me, it's incredibly similar to an age gap relationship. So for me, in my age gap relationship, I'm very careful to make sure that the direction we're going is where my partner wants to go. Of course, I could cajole and manipulate and push her in directions that I want to go. But that would make me feel awful, and that's not who I am. So it's important to me that she make her own decisions. She makes the decision on, does she want this relationship to continue? Is she happy? Is this fulfilling to her? And in the relationship itself, If there's a decision to be made regarding her life and what she's doing, I absolutely kick that back to her. I make sure that she understands that whatever she decides to do, I will support that, including ending the relationship. There's no sort of coercion in our relationship. I don't want there to be. The only reason I want to have a relationship with her is if she's happy and enjoying the relationship with me. I think if you follow those basic tenets, if you realize that, yeah, you do have extra responsibility as the older person in a relationship to take care of and make sure that your younger partner isn't being overborne by your authority, isn't being weighed down or manipulated or coerced to do things they don't want to do, then there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's just two people. Is there potential for abuse? Yes just as there is in a peer-to-peer 20-year-old to 20-year-old relationship, or 40 to 40. Abuse happens at all different relationship levels. I'd like to think that people who date younger are aware of the dichotomy. They're aware of the fact that they have to be a bit more careful. And let's face it, have you known any 20-year-old guys? 20-year-old guys can be very persuasive. They can be very self-centered. They can be very prone to 
encouraging their girlfriends to do things that they want to do, whether it's in their girlfriend's best interest. If you've never heard of this phenomenon, I'm glad. If you've ever been 20 yourself, you know that sometimes younger is not safer in any way, shape, or form. I'll just put it that way. I was incredibly careful when I entered this relationship with this younger person to make sure that they knew what they were doing, they understood the ramifications of a relationship, and every step of the way since, I've made sure that they're aware and that they're happy. That's the best I can do. I'm not going to pat them on the head and say, run along and go play with your little dolls because you're a little girl, because that's not true. You know, I respect her autonomy. I respect her as a person. And I don't take advantage of her any more than I would take advantage of Katja, who is my sub. Katja has given me 100% authority over her. You know, I could tell Katja tomorrow, write me a thousand dollar check. I want to go gambling. And Katja would do that without blinking an eye. She'll tell you herself. I would never do that. That is taking advantage of your sub. That is taking advantage of someone who has entrusted you with authority. The same holds true for me of my younger partner. I would never command her to do something against her will. I would never encourage her to do something that would be bad for her long term. So let's look at things individually. Let's look at things on a one-to-one -one basis. Let's look at things in the light of, are these two people happy? And if they're happy, just be happy for them. This goes with same-sex relationships. It goes with trans people, non-binary people, things that may seem difficult on the outside, things that you may not understand or that are not your way of life. Be very careful about who you judge and why. Be very careful about deciding that you know better than somebody else what's best for them. And I don't think that a lot of the people I'm talking to right now feel this way. I feel like if you're tuning into my podcast, it's likely you're okay with this thing, you're okay with kink, you're okay with alternative relationships, etc. But there might be one or two people out there I'm reaching that this is all new to you. And up until today, you'd never heard anybody say anything good about an age difference relationship. Yes, I'm aware that there's a potential for abuse. I understand that. I accept it. I don't discount it. However, I want that to be balanced with the fact that there is potential for abuse in every single relationship. And the age difference does not make that more prevalent in my experience. All right, folks. Next week, I'm going to have Katja back on the podcast. If you have any questions for her or me, go to wickedfellow.com. Use that contact link. Go to Instagram, send me a message. Go to Twitter, send me a message. Leave a comment on YouTube. Leave a comment under this podcast. It really doesn't matter. Just reach out with your comments and questions because it does help make things better. Patreon fans, stay tuned. Sit tight for a little bit longer and you will see some new content that I think you will really enjoy. Some behind the scenes stuff, some, eh, we'll just keep it a little secret. There'll be a big rollout soon. As always, consent is king. Take very good care of each other. And I'll see you next week.